The Viewpoint, weekdays 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. Bertha Charuma on SAFM. And of course, just to let you know that it is Bertha Charuma standing in for Songeso. Songeso, this is his show. He will be back uh, sometime soon. But um, going back to the issue of the moment or our niggling viewpoint this evening, um, we have a situation where, you know, the NSP GBVF is not child friendly and is biased to women and children. So this is according to how the roadshow, the results of the roadshow where social welfare has been on the road trying to identify and figure out why is it that children feel this way. So the Department of Social Development has been uh, doing consulting work on children or national strategic plan on gender-based violence and a femicide and the country's blueprint document to combat uh, gender-based violence and femicide. But the children say it is not child-friendly and sadly, it has forgotten about children and men. So there are six points that are basically in this uh, in, in, in the paper. Uh, currently, the six pillars are accountability, coordination and leadership, prevention, rebuilding, justice, safety and protection, response, care, support and healing, economic power, research and information. And children say, so where do we fit in? And I just want to tap into your thoughts uh, and give us your voice note. Uh, give us your thoughts on 0614104107. Because I honestly thought when it comes to gender-based violence, yes, as much as there could be a pillar that covers children, I thought maybe they belong to a to totally different policy where it is child welfare that then takes care of children because you don't want to overburden your children with adult issues where a child now has to be responsible for some of, you know, adult actions. It's just a thought. But um, let's share. And also you can give us a call on 086-000-2032. Our guest is just uh, traveling and uh, hopefully when our guest is available, we will be chatting to Neliswa Trekiso uh, from the Department of Social Development to unpack some of those issues and what have been the findings. So do talk to us and uh, let's find out what your feelings are and how you feel about this. So just to give you some of the findings from, from the roadshow. So they, you know, kids believe that, you know, gender in gender-based violence indirectly means women and not children and not boys. They challenged the drafters to look into the document, count how many times children were distinctly mentioned. And they also say the document is in English. And as children, they do not think that, you know, the communities even know what gender-based violence is. And this is the reason a separate pillar is important to show adults where the document needs to consider children. They describe the fact that even the National Steering Committee has no child representative. 
also added that things made them feel that South Africa was listening but not necessarily hearing. So when it comes to, you know, understanding the jargon um, that comes in these documents, I know, you know, when when people that are very literate, when they write, or academics rather, when they write, sometimes they use a lot of intellectual jargon where for you to understand a basic is or where and why and this is what it means becomes something very complex and maybe they were suggesting that we could you it could be multilingual where it comes in our official languages depending where you are addressing the issues and all this information should be readily available they also said that um they pointed out that while the drafters of the document may think that the lgbtqia community is mentioned the document glosses over the issues it does not understand how children feel and you know they don't consider the different sexuality and the document sounds like it lacks inclusivity in the sense that it only mentions you know what we know which is the lgbtqia community towards the end and the document should include you know them and not as an afterthought so i said and i, I asked myself a question who is considered a child so if you are between the ages of one and 17, you're a child. By the time you turn 18, I think you're an adult uh, and you are considered to be an adult. And then it becomes a little bit easier for you then to report. Because picture this. Here you are. You are being brought up in an environment that is violent. You are 17. Maybe you're 14. Or your child is 14. And you are the parents. And you have tendencies of being violent within the family. Fighting, doing all kinds of things in front of your children. What are your expectations of your child? Do you feel your child should watch you as caregivers, as parents? Do the unthinkable right before their eyes and not allow them to call the police? Or... Should it be then a case of your 14-year-old year, 14 can call the police on you as parents? But then it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very serious conundrum because children also feel that I cannot report my parents. What if one of my parents are arrested? Then what happens? So chances are they'll lock themselves up, listen to this ruckus and live with it and be traumatized. So... When kids talk about this seventh pillar, to some degree, it does make sense. What then? How should it be included? What are the responsibilities? How should they be protected? Who should protect them? Who should they talk to? Who should they call when all this happens? It's, it's, a, very, it's a very, very complicated issue. But I think at the end of the day, uh, we've just gone a little bit too far. And this is why now we're coming up with such policies where we need our children now to be responsible adults. Let me hear your thoughts on 0614-104-107 or you can give us direct call on 086-000-2032. That's 086-000-2032. That's our live line. Or you can send a voice note on 0614104107. Or otherwise, maybe just send us, you can type a, a message so that um, uh, we can um, 
we can hear your views and uh, see what you think. I think let's take a call. Colin in Cape Town, good evening and welcome to The Viewpoint. Good evening, good evening. I'm so used to hearing Gongheza and, and the others. The lady on the show, good. Good evening. Good evening to you too. Yeah, Talk yeah. to me. Um, you know, gender. I, I, always often, I always wondered when I heard gender-based violence. Now, I heard you talk about a gender, if you go fully in the form, it's your sex. And now you, you, you uh, spoke about boys and girls, men and women. You know what I mean? That's violence. Mm-hmm. So the, the word gender um, actually tells you uh, what sex are you. And and everybody always thought it was GB, uh, v, uh, uh, G, uh, sex, uh, violence against women. Now, I also heard you talk about parents fighting and arguing or something like that, and children become violent. Now, which I've asked the question before, what if you've got loving parents and the children at school pick up habits and do what they shouldn't do, and they become a violent child, mm-hmm. and they bring that home. So one cannot blame every parent, because you get decent, good parents that don't even argue or even swear or nothing like that in front of their children, but yet they pick it up at school. So uh, it's, a, it's, it's a broad conversation, this. It is. So we can't actually always say parents are fighting and arguing and drinking. Children become violent. There are children that do become violent from school. They pick up habits at school. They join little gangs at school, I after do, school. I do agree with you, Colin. That's yes. why it, it becomes very murky. Yes, it does. It becomes, so, so even when we write policies... You know, yeah. we are the policymakers. We are the literate. We we are the gurus of making rules and regulations. So in making rules, rules and regulations, sometimes we shoot ourselves in the foot because mm. we we don't separate issues and be very specific. Mm. Because like like I, I do agree with you when you say gender based violence, you would think gender based. We're talking male, female. End of story. Yeah. But now it has expanded into this monster that we 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 are struggling to even define what it is now um uh, Bertha, don't you think uh, 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 we have to uh, uh, draw the line somewhere parliament or the government and the law must change this gbv gender-based violence which everybody in this country refers to violence against women so I, I, would, I would think that uh, our government and parliament and the lawmakers should stipulate that gender-based violence is against male and female. Now you get um, the LGB people. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not mentioned. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it, it, it is quite a complex issue, but uh, Colin, yeah. this is quite insightful. I think this is why I said it's a conversation. 
It's a dialogue. Yeah. And let's talk about it. And maybe from these conversations, we are able then to decode and we may trigger something that then can be drafted. That makes sense. And it's very Correct. simplified. Correct. So it's up to our politicians and parliament to actually sit down and think this whole thing over. And, and, and what is gender-based violence? Thanks very much, Bertha. Nice thank you so, you. Thank you so much, Colin. And Songheza will be back at some point. Uh, so I'm just standing in. I'm the standing in girl. Thank you so much for chatting. Okay, bye for now. So another question that I'm, I'm posing out there. Do you think we afford children less protection? Do we focus more on women? But the last caller just really pointed out one big issue where you could be good parents and you do your best to raise your children, but they spend three quarters of their time at school with different caregivers, socializing with different children from different environments. So what if your children then picks up some violent habits like, you know, joining a gang and start doing the unsavory things? Then what? It's, it's just, I'm just putting it out there. So do you think we afford children less protection? And if we do, why? When we talk about GBV, do we always put women first instead of putting facts first? Because also, there are individuals, the accused, that always feel sometimes the story or the report is never looked at holistically where if I go and report a case, they just take my side as the woman. And not, I don't want to downplay the fact that, you know, it is out there. Women do get abused because generally the female is a weaker sex anyway. And, you know, the male is normally predominantly the stronger sex. Do you feel some, because some men feel that, or let me not say men, the accused sometimes feel as though a story can just be taken and you become the accused way before all the facts have been put on the table. What are your views? What do you think? What's your take on it? Are we neglecting our children in this regard? Should this seventh pillar be implemented? 0614104107. You can send us your voice notes or you can share. Um, you can, you know jot down or i don't know it's better to hear your voice a, a voice note or otherwise give us a call on 086-000-2032 we'll just take a small detour we'll be back and it is the viewpoint and our issue this evening we're trying to understand that you know uh, do you think we uh, afford children less protection and focus more on women i've got um uh, in bethlehem good evening welcome to the viewpoint Oh, Princess Bessa, good evening. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Go ahead. Thank you very much for the beautiful show. But a very complicated one indeed. Uh, Nebeza, let me greet the wonderful listeners of SAFM. Um, I just want us to pause a little bit and go backwards. You know, there is a saying that uh, history repeats itself. The time when I grew up, uh, one of the most important foundations 
of the society that they grew up in. One, there was discipline at home. There was discipline in my community. Uh, there was also a discipline at schools, in the churches. And when I talk about the church, I'm not only referring to uh, Christianity. I'm talking about all religions across the board. There was also um, discipline where we associate, you know, like uh, if we were to go for, for, for an outing, whether it be with the family or with school or with friends and so on. Hello? Yes, I can hear you. I'm here. Oh, can you hear me? Yes, oh, sorry, I can hear you. you. Sorry. sorry. Now, what I'm trying to say, uh, Bertha, about this issue of GBV, First, I would like to concur with Colin that GBV should now be described across. It must not only uh, single women and children. It must GBV is GBV, whether it's committed on a female or a male, it's GBV. And then the second thing now is the reason why we are sitting with this problem. We have taken up the basic principles of morality in our society. Better, you know, at school, I had to dress up in such a way that my shirt should be inside my, 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 my pants and I should be clean, my shoes should be clean and what. That's part of discipline. If I've committed something wrong, I'll be giving a punishment, for example, like, okay, you won't be playing during playtime, or you can go go and clean up the, 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 the what you call, and, and the loose, or, 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 or go and pick up, you know, whatever little rubble maybe on our, uh, our playing grass because our playing grass were very clean. Mm, mm. At home, there was this issue that uh, this is time, children, for you to be studying. Yeah. It is now 6 o'clock. At 6 o'clock, every child should be inside the home. I think now, yes. when our new dispensation came about, we actually took away that kind of morality enforcing principle. Children are given rights, but they're not taught about responsibilities. Mm. Uh, you, 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 you find a, 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 a tavern operating in the proximity of a school, of a church. That was never heard of during my time. Mm. So I am saying during this beautiful uh, conversation that's so complex in me, we need to look back. Absolutely. Let us go back and see where did we lose the focus. The focus. Ntatem Taung, I think we, we're going to leave it at this point. Valid, valid point. I think the dynamics and complexities of technology, of... Uh, you know, we've also adopted different cultures, the Western culture that we've embraced just complicates everything. And you are so right. Going back to the drawing board, but I'm not so sure whether, you know, we are really ready to go back to the drawing board because we are just moving with the times and, and, and the complex times. But thank you so much for sharing and giving us your insight.